Hobonichi Sketches Episode 1 Monday, February 1st, 2021 Blynn had no idea what to do with all the boxes. They came with a regularity like a hailstorm of confetti. She had tried to create some order by placing sticky notes with the date and the box number on them, but had gotten herself a bit muddled up and box number 48 had actually led on to box number 52. She hadn't even started to think about what the contents yet. Just diligently piled them up in her spare room. The boxes themselves were uniform in size and colour, quite indistinguishable from its neighbour if it wasn't for the brightly coloured sticky notes on the side. There must be a reason though, thought Blynn, why they are coming at staggered intervals and not all at once. Her aunt had died several months ago and Blynn had been heartbroken. Perhaps her aunt had known this and had spaced out the boxes to ease her grief. Blynn sighed and opened up box one. Dearest Blynn, the letter began. Sketch two, Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. The grit in her mouth was the first annoyance. As Ketlin came back to herself, she ground it against her teeth, trying to force her memory and mind to clear. Then a telltale shooting pain in her right arm as she tried to move. Ketlin opened her eyes to an upside-down world. It would appear she was in a field, her back and legs hard up against a stone wall and her head and neck jammed hard into the earth. The said shoulder and arm seemed to be imprinted into a crater of its own making. The pain was doting her back into awareness. Camino, her horse, was out of sight and she'd obviously taken a toss. Ketlin sent her thoughts to her spine and neck, feeling for any pain or injury. She wriggled her toes and was more than thrilled to feel the response, moving the roughness of her socks against her jodhpur boots. As she doubted any help would be coming any time soon, getting the right way up needed to be her first objective. Sketch 3, Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. The tiny hotel reception was crowding with all sorts of paraphernalia from around the world, but empty of a receptionist. Millie looked to the large brass bell hanging next to the desk and reached for the rope. Only at the last second she saw a notice stating, Do not ring bell, press buzzer. The buzzer was just underneath and Millie gave it a firm press. A sleepy-looking, tousle-haired teen responded, bringing his papers tucked under his arm. Oh yes, Miss Weber, we were expecting you later in the day. As it was already 5pm, Millie was a bit surprised but followed the teen to room 5. The hotel wasn't busy, it would seem, which is why the youth knew her name. Millie could guess why. The hotel was like an overstuffed museum with artefacts in every possible corner. Still, it would do for the purpose she needed as she unpacked her rope. Sketch 4. Thursday, February 4th, 2021. It was the gate that tempted Picton. Firstly, it was locked closed with a combination lock, her favourite. Secondly, it was so ornate and detailed, what delights may be beyond. She flicked her stopwatch. Under a minute should do it. Her record was 45 seconds. She held the lock close to her ear and felt for the reluctance and give in the turnbulls as she spun. 52 seconds. Not bad, she thought. She swung the gate open. The garden beyond didn't disappoint, full of thick greenery and flowers. She sat down and unfolded her sandwiches. Beauty like this shouldn't be locked away. Sketch 5. Friday, 5th of February, 2021. 
The one constant for Alyssa had been her burning need to ask questions. When she'd been tiny, it had been why the moon got bigger and smaller and why did the ocean taste salty. Her patient parents had done their best, often turning to the internet as Alyssa grew and her questions became more and more complex. Then she stopped asking them and instead pestered her university lecturers as she delved as deep as she could into science and space. For just as the moon fascinated her as a child, the outer spaces around her own tiny planet were filled with answers that Alyssa just needed to find the questions for. She graduated and was part of a team launching rockets and probes and sometimes some of the answers she was searching for came from them. And so it was a rather rude shock when Simon asked her a question. Thankfully she knew the answer. Yes.